This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, I, I wanted to get this out the way. And I know he's not a Raven anymore, but, you know, it doesn't matter. Well, it's relevant. They're going to the Cardinals. Absolutely. It's relevant, it's relevant because the Ravens are playing the Cardinals. And as we all remember, Marquise Brown was traded to the Arizona Cardinals uh, in the NFL draft this past April. So uh, he was asked about the Ravens. He was asked about his time there. And... Um, this is what Mr. Brown had to say. It was just something for my career that I had to do, but I love, you know, everything that the Ravens do, what they stand for and everything like that. I want to feel like I'm a part of something to win. I mean, at the Ravens, I just felt like sometimes they really didn't need me. Like, regardless if I was there or not, they're going to win games. And I love the game too much. I want to be involved. Okay, so you've heard the audio. And I have thoughts. But I'm going to let Cordell start. Are you gonna let me go first? Okay, you don't have to. I'll I'll, I'll go ahead and yeah, start. Yeah, ladies first. You go ahead. Uh, so I, I got a couple of issues with this. Mm-hmm. Now you're not wrong in the fact that the team was gonna win without you anyway. <laughs> Let's start there, okay? <laughs> uh, you wasn't wrong, okay? Because this team is not designed for Marquise Brown. This team is designed for Lamar Jackson, okay? So I don't understand the thought process behind that that comment, but. It bothers me when I, if I'm not mistaken, Cordell, since 2019, when he was drafted, he's top 10 in touchdowns. Mm-hmm. It's a problem to me that in a year that Lamar missed five games, you still found a way to have a thousand yard season. And you probably should have had more yards than that. Okay. And more so touchdowns. That, yeah, and more touchdowns that were at your own issue mm-hmm. and not, you know, the the lack of Lamar being available. Or the offense. Or the offense. Um, you, this is a guy that I've seen many times not get the extra yards and find himself going out of bounds because he doesn't mm-hmm. want the contact. That's fine. Whatever. That's the game. That's the game he plays. But I do not understand feeling like to me, it sounds like Number one, you want the ball more, okay? And maybe you felt like Bateman was going to be the guy and you didn't want to be the number two guy. And number two, it feels like because they can win without you, you wasn't fitting to get no money. So you did, did what you had to do. I have a problem with just you not being honest and saying that. You know, with Orlando Brown, he said he was. He said he told y'all, I'm a left tackle. But you know what that meant? I'm a left tackle because left tackles get more money. Yep you feeling like you weren't going to be an intricate part of the offense, which isn't true, 
but you weren't wrong in, in saying that the Ravens were going to win without you doesn't equate to me because the statistics say that you were a part of this offense. So if this is about money, then say it's about money. But don't say that, like, you weren't involved because the Ravens absolutely found ways mm -hmm. to get you involved. And at many times, you weren't consistent enough to rise up to those occasions. No I'm doubt about it. With that. No doubt about it. Look, I got a lot of thoughts. And my, <laughs> I, 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 I went on because when I first saw the quote, I was on air doing my show. And granted, I didn't get to hear it. All I saw was the quote of the last part. I didn't hear the part where he did start off praising the Ravens. Yes, he did. And, and he acknowledged the organization, the great organization they are and how much he loved the organization and how much he was appreciative of them. Yes. I want to throw that out there. He definitely did do that. On the flip side, saying that you were that the Ravens were going to win even without you. Number one, this is the football. Football is a, is the ultimate team sport. It takes a total team to win a game. So when I hear that, you're right. It sounds like it's about him not getting his numbers and ultimately getting to the payday that he wants. It's he just sounds like a me guy. And we, we know about him and Lamar used to be the ones riding to the games and back and forth from the games to each other. Imagine listening to him. Be, imagine being Lamar and you're riding back after a win, trying to party in the car, and you got this Debbie Downer sitting next to you <laughs> because he's upset that he didn't have the numbers that he wanted to have even though you won. Like, you can't have that in, you can't have that in the locker room that's, looking to win a Super Bowl. That's a cancer in the locker room at that point. If you have a guy that is all about himself, talking about what he wants to do. Like, to say that you weren't involved is nonsense. We know how much Mark Andrews gets targeted. I think Mark Andrews had 153 targets last year. And uh, Hollywood Brown had 146 targets last year. I don't understand. One of the most targeted receivers in football. Yes. You're talking about the team being able to win despite you, you're absolutely right. Prime example would be that Detroit game yep. where he dropped at least two touchdowns. And thank God you got the best kicker on the planet yep. to be able to make uh, to, to, to make the all-time longest field goal out there and win the game because that would have been possibly one of the worst weeks of Hollywood Brown's career yep. had the Ravens ended up losing that game. That, that right there is a prime example of, yes, he's right. This team can went was winning despite him. And his numbers not being to where he wanted to are his fault. You He left yardage on the field by going down after get, getting the catch yep. or by running out of bounds. He left touchdowns on the field by dropping easy basket catches in the end zone yep. multiple times. That's on him. Now, I'm not going to disagree with the fact that I think that the Cardinals are a better offensive style for him. They are. But sure. if you look at what's going on out there, you think you're not going to have to play second fiddle to DeAndre Hopkins? Like, come on, man. You're not the number one Well, he's one not going to have to do that for six weeks. So, I mean, we well, yeah, the first, the first, <laughs> you're right. The first six weeks, he'll be, he'll be able to be the guy. And we'll see what you do, Hollywood, because yep. the number one guy, you were drafted to be the number one guy in Baltimore, and he never really lived up to that. 
I can promise you this though, the Ravens were popping bottles in the in the uh, draft room once they were able to get a first round pick back for Hollywood Brown <laughs> because I know for a fact they had they that 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 was a guaranteed win for them and they viewed it as such. He was drafted in the first round, never lived up to that first round caliber type player, and you able to get a first round pick back for him, which you end up turning into Tyler Linderbaum, who a yep. lot of people thought is was the best center in this class. So. It's a huge win for the Ravens. It could turn out to be a huge win for Hollywood Brown because he could very well go off and dom and, and have the career that he wants to have in Arizona and get the payday, the big payday that he's looking for. I'm yeah. never against players taking their careers into their own hands and doing what's best for them. Completely on board with that. I have no issue with it at all. But don't give me this nonsense that you feel like you could that that you weren't involved because I think that the Ravens did everything possible to try to get this guy as much involved as they possibly could. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, when the statistics are not in your favor for that argument, then we have a problem because I, I hey guys, it's called data. Mm-hmm. And people do take account of those things and people do tick, tick, tick. They follow all of that stuff. So what you're saying and what really happened are two different things. Yeah. And so what reality are we living in? Are we living in your reality? Or are we living in the real reality of where we can look at the numbers and say, well, you were top five and, you know, this, but you were also top 10 and drops. So yeah. my thing is, is like, what are we doing here? You know, yeah. um, I don't have a problem. You know, look, I get it. You felt like you wasn't going to be a part of this offense. But, Mr. Brown, what are you doing to make sure that you are the player that the Cardinals want you to be in the six weeks that they don't have Nook? What are you going to do to be a, a better player? Because I know that you can't look at the career that you your, that you had here and feel like it doesn't need improvement. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. You know, like that's the part that I, you know, look, fine. You want to get more touches, whatever. You want to get more money because you feel like, you know, you you can do more and be more. That's fine. But there's a lot of improvement that you could be doing as well. And so, you know, I'm fine with what he said, whatever. But I guess my thing is, is that, number one, everything that you said can be argued against. Mm -hmm. Number one. Number two. Uh, how the the other part of it is is that yes, I know that I I you know um made some crucial drops and this and that. We ain't hit no accountability. No, no, no zero I ain't get no accountability. Zero. You sounded like your cousin out yeah. there. You just a nicer version of your cousin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But basically, y'all all sound the same at this point. No, that's a good point. Zero accountability from him. It would have been one thing if he's like, look. And which he has said before, that offense necessarily didn't fit me. And maybe he wants to run some deeper routes. You know, I think that's honestly what it is. I think he wants to not be the guy that's getting the short to intermediate stuff. He got some deep balls in Baltimore and he dropped some, no doubt about it. But I think he wants to be a guy that is a field spacer as opposed to having to run 
you know, some of the the shorter t- 10 to 20 yard type routes. I think he just wants to be a guy that just takes the top off the defense. And that is his role. The, exactly. Because they do have DeAndre Hopkins that can run every type of route. They have guys like yep. Rondell Moore out there as well, who's kind of like a Hollywood Brown, to be honest with you. Um, but they have guys like James Conner that they're going to get the ball to as well. So you, I, I think when I think going out to Arizona, while I think it's a better offensive scheme for him, it's still going to be a lot of guys that are going to get the ball thrown to them outside of him. Other than when he was in Baltimore, Mark Andrews, we know he's going to get all the targets. But Hollywood's right behind him getting the targets. I don't I don't think there's going to be a – I'm interested to see how many more targets. Now, the Cardinals are going to throw the ball more than the Ravens. Yes, so we know that. It, it, it may tick up a little bit just out of, you know, the the number of, of passing attempts going up. He The, the numbers are balanced out across the board. But, yeah, I would have liked to hear him say – while the offensive scheme necessarily wasn't best for me, I understand I wasn't necessarily the best player possible out in Baltimore. I understand that I could have been better at times, but you're right. It was just all about what they can do for him. It's, I just I just think in football and really in any team sport, when you got a me guy, it's, it's trouble. And this is what it looks like to me. It's all, he's already a receiver, and we know receivers are divas to begin with. But this is just like when you when you hear a guy come out and say, even when we win, I'm not happy because <laughs> I'm not involved. Like that's a, hey man, that's keep a that to yourself, term. man. Keep that to yourself. We don't want to hear that, man. No, you Nobody can't say wants that. to listen. Like you said you earlier, football is the ultimate team sport. Okay, so when you start having these conversations about what you do, and hey man, talk to whoever you need to talk to, but don't say that to us, okay? Because all we care about is the W. Could things get some work? Sure, right? But what we do not care about, I promise you, is you not getting the touches. Yeah, we care about the W, we care about the final product. And if you have an issue with that, talk to your coordinator, talk to, and like you said. If you're driving home with the quarterback every day, maybe on your drive home, that ain't the conversation you should be having. Maybe a couple days later, you could be like, hey, find a way to give me, you know, this, because I've seen this and this, that. But don't do that right after the game. I can't imagine how Lamar is, like, having to go, you know, he 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 in his mode, like, man, we won. You know, he happy. And you got this dude just raining on the parade, just like – Man, I know I mean, yeah, he's won, but bro, I only had like four catches for like 45 yards, bro. Like you missed me a couple times here. They keep calling for plays for 89 there. Like, bro, nobody want to hear that. Go talk to A B. A B is probably the only person that'll probably listen to that like that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. But Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill responded on Twitter to that clip, and he's kind of like endorsing what Hollywood Brown said. And if you think about it, Tyreek Hill could possibly be in that same kind of boat. Leaving Kansas City, a team that, while I think Tyreek Hill was obviously a big part of Kansas City's offense, he's a guy that, at times, if he didn't have his best game, Kansas City could still win despite him because, obviously, they got Mahomes. They got Travis Kelsey. They got McCole Harmon. They had plenty of other people they could get the ball to. So when you see Tyreek Hill leave Kansas City to go to Miami and you hear him agreeing with some of the stuff Hollywood Brown is saying it's like okay I kind of see the wavelength that you that y'all are on right now these these are type of guys that want 
their numbers. They want their praise. They want their highlight plays. It doesn't matter if the team wins or not. It's all about if they're getting their fantasy stats. And I, I don't want those type of guys on my team. Well, you already know wide receiver is the diva position. So, you know, they're the ones that that, that always want the praise and, mm-hmm. you know, always want the ball. So I'm not surprised that, you know, probably across the board, a lot of guys in their position groups feel that way. So yeah. good luck to Hollywood. I hope that you get whatever it is that you're looking for, whether it's money, whether it's, you know, uh, more go routes. I don't know what you want because you're not you ain't running the routes. That and I like else on your team is running. I don't even want to make it seem like I don't like him. I, I like. It's not Martin that I don't like him either. Yeah, I, I I liked him as a player. I don't think that he lived up to his being drafted in the first round. I don't think he should have been drafted in the first round. Obviously, that's a little hindsight right there. I do think he could have been better, but I do think he was a quality. I mean, the dude, you know, you you talked about it. He had the touchdowns. <clears throat> He's one of the more targeted guys in in the league in his time in Baltimore. Like he can play, but there were parts of his game that never evolved into what we thought that they could have at yep. the time. I completely agree. So, yeah, it'll be, like I said, good luck to you. Um, and, you know, I do wish him the best. I mm-hmm. don't have any um, ill will right. towards him. I just want him to have some accountability. That's, yeah, that's please. Literally please. It. You know, you can't get better if you don't look yourself in the mirror and say, I can be better at this position. So, Good luck to you, Hollywood. But keep the Ravens out your mouth from this point on. You said what you had to say, and now I said what I had to say. And keep your name, keep their name out of your mouth because you're an Arizona Cardinal now. You heard it. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to Winning Drive. Next week, more cuts, Cordell? Oh, yeah, more cuts. We got more cuts coming on Tuesday. Roster going down to 80, so five more cuts on Tuesday. We'll find out who those guys are. I gave you my guesstimate. On Tuesday's episode, if you didn't hear it, go back and listen to it. That's what's so great about archiving and these podcasts being uploaded. You can always go back and re-listen to some old episodes so you can hear who I predicted to be cut, see how many of them I got right, how many I got right, and how many I probably got wrong, of course. <laughs> uh, but we'll, we'll find out that next week. And I mean, next week is getting closer and closer to the NFL season. They'll be, yes, on, a NFL, they'll be on a regular season type of practice schedule. Uh, starting next week so it's getting realer and realer by the day absolutely and I'm looking forward to finding out if Cordell was right finding out who is next on the chopping block well you know this is not my favorite part this is my least favorite part about football I don't think anybody relishes in this time of year but it's it's, it's just it's just a part of the process absolutely so we'll find that out and more we'll talk about it next week thank you so much for joining us at Winning Drive